Now it's time for a breakdown. You're listening to Gap to Gap, brought to you by The Breakdown. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. A swing and a drive to deep right. Away back. Goal! Jason Giambi has done it. Episode number 28, we're recording, we're live, Tommy7 and Matt, uh, just your favorite Gap to Gap crew. Gentlemen, uh, how we doing? Matt, I'm, I'm going to ignore you for a second because you're in Florida and I'm very mad about that. Seven, you're dealing with it up in the Midwest, or uh, not Midwest, wow, I'm in the Midwest in Ohio. <laughs> um, you're up in the Northeast, how's winter treating you so far? Uh, you know, uh, snow was falling pretty aggressively this morning when I woke up late into work. Get out there. I see a bunch of girls taking fucking selfies and in front of the train stop that I have to get down and just, you know, trying to have a little fucking Facebook party out there. But, uh, yeah, so I was late. Fucking grow up, Elsa. I got to get the fucking work. Uh, I don't need enough of your frozen bullshit today. And the roads were terrible when I got in. Just starting to clear up a little bit now. A little black ice. But, hey, it's winter, and that's New England, so... Yeah, we're uh, we're enjoying it. Okay, so like I like I said, ignoring Matt because he's in nice warm Florida. Um, <laughs> we're getting some nice chilly weather here. We got a, we got a nice dusting. Um, so I, I I tweeted it today, but I can deal with this. But beyond this, launch it into the sun, please. Yeah. No, this is um, uh, this is early too. I, I feel like usually we don't get hammered with snow until like February in the Northeast. So this is a little too early for my liking. But yeah. Um, okay, Matt, how was your Thanksgiving, buddy? Dude, my Thanksgiving was awesome. I appreciate you asking. How was yours? It was good, good. Uh, I had the mom's side of the family. I uh, got together with them and, uh, you know, food, family, and football. doesn't get better than that. Yeah, that's awesome. I had my in-laws over, brother-in-law. Um, we had a good time, man. It was fun. Um, but by good. the way, this morning it was 48 and I could see my breath. So I don't know what you guys are talking about. Ooh, Dude, wow. thoughts and prayers. Tampa. Jesus Christ. Get this <laughs> Thoughts man and fucking, prayers, man. Get him a blanket God. and some cocoa. By noon, Same, I'll send in, a parka down. By noon, it was in the lower 60s with a little breeze, but it'll be back to 70 tomorrow, so we'll be good. I'll tell so, you yeah. what. Thank you for your service. I appreciate I, you. I, I don't know how you do it. Not all heroes work. Come on, kids. man. I, I lived where 7's where at. For, <laughs> <laughs> I lived where 7's at for like 26 years, so... Trust me, I put in my time, man. Shit. Oh, it's walk, so easy. I used it's... to walk to fucking Santapio's, get some pizza in the blizzard. Yeah, yeah I, I, I was I, crying about. I can't believe that I went up to Boston in May, and you guys didn't give me this recommendation of somewhere to go. It's all you guys have been talking about since uh, Seven started talking about the snowstorm. Is Santapio's, Santapio's, Sloppy Tapio's. But, oh. like... like <laughs> yeah. Best pizza what do, in Boston right there. Where did yeah. you Dude, send I me? Think, where, I don't think I was talking to you in May. Yeah, I, I was in your defense, Matt, you, we weren't we weren't in contact yet, but I would have gave but, you eight Google Maps spots, bro. Come on. <laughs> 7 in Jordan 
gave me oh shit there's there's a pizza spot near fenway park you guys gave me yep and i think that was really it that was a, that burger joint near fenway too yeah yeah that was about it i didn't really give you too much to explore i wanted you to yeah, be so able thanks to for experience that. boston on your own accord um i was actually very and- unselfish by me i let you really <laughs> take in the city uh with your own eyes instead of trying to take my expertise and requests and you know i I'm glad you, yeah, see, I'm just thinking about my fellow men and how I can help and be of service, so I'm glad Tommy got to experience Boston the way he saw fit. The cool thing about Fenway is there's so many spots right around there that you could, like, bar hop and, you know. Oh, my gosh, the the area around Fenway is amazing. Oh, it's a blast, Uh, dude. I spent a a good amount of money and beer around Fenway. Yankee Stadium doesn't really have that. Uh Oh, Uh -oh. but you're fucking tongue. No, no I'm just saying tongue. they don't really have that pregame atmosphere around the park that I that I remember. It's been a while since I've been there. I'll be honest. Oh yeah, I was there this year. It's it's still there. It's rocking. You got Billy's right. Bar. It's yeah, it's River Ave. It's all that shit. It's fucking all right. beautiful. All right. So the beautiful thing the the beautiful thing about this preamble is it gets us to our elimination chamber of the day, which we'll get to later. Is uh, the, the 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 ballpark elimination chamber? We're knocking out stadiums today. Gonna be fun. Gonna be contentious. As usual, um, one thing that I'm guessing neither Boston or New York has or Tampa that Cleveland specializes in, and that's dive bars around the stadium. From experience, I know there's not a $3 beer to be found in Boston, let alone <laughs> any $3 beer. But that's what you're going to get at Wilbert's right next to, this, to, to Progressive Field, and let me tell you, it's a good time. Yeah, I, I mean, can uh, I can definitely say that you're not going to find a three dollar beer in Boston. Yeah, oh, you know no, what you got? Unlikely. You know what you guys did tip me off to that uh, that I did enjoy very much was the Narragansett. Yeah, hey neighbor, have a Gansett. It's a good beer. <laughs> yeah. I I really enjoyed the the, the Gansett. I, I I messed with it. All right, off of the, off of my Boston trip from eight months ago, and let's get to some actual news. Um, <laughs> tenders, non-tenders, contenders, pre-tenders, chicken tenders. What's going on right now? We got a lot of guys being let go by their team. When when I say the, the a non-tender name that jumps off the page to you guys, uh, I'm going to turn to you first, Matty P. Who was your one that your eyes went to? Well, that's the beautiful thing about baseball, dude, is it's not even Christmas yet, and there's stocking stuffers everywhere now. So, I mean, Domingo Santana, Tim Beckham, CJ Crone, these are guys you could throw, pick up one year, two years, throw them in your lineup and, and hopefully get some. I mean, Domingo Santana's been better of late. <clears throat> I'm surprised he's out there, to be honest. Um, Tim Beckham, he's another one. He's a scrappy guy. He'll, he'll hit you 280 every now and then if he's, if he's on, on fire. And, and he can go on streaks. I remember seeing him in Tampa for a while. And then he was pretty decent in Seattle. And then Crone, I mean, he'll give you a 25... 30, 30 plus home runs. So, you know, these are the names that kind of stand out to me, um, and I think they could they could go go places and chip in. Seven. What about you? I like how you phrased that though. Before before we get to seven, I like how you phrased that, Maddie P, with stocking stuffers. So I think that's actually a, a really good way to describe some of these guys that are hitting the market now. Seven. How about you? Yeah, there's one big stocking stuffer. This you might actually find this one under the tree. Uh, Blake Treenan. Um, <laughs> That was so bad. Uh, anyway, Treenan, I'm surprised that he got non-tendered. I know he had a really bad year, uh, but he, I think he dealt with a lot of injuries. I know he didn't really come back the way that Oakland thought he would um, after the 2018 he had. 
being one of the best closers in the league. But to Matt's point, I mean, now you can get him at, at a bargain. Uh, one year, two year deal, let him prove himself. Throw him in a bullpen where it's a strength. Uh, I can see the Mets really making a run at a guy like Trinan right now. Uh, so I, I think he's definitely the, the diamond in the rough, or I guess the gem or the hidden gem, however you want to say it. He's, he's the one that I, I would go after. Um, I also like Gosman too. I know Gosman was pretty fucking horrible when he was with Atlanta, but when he got to the Reds, he wasn't as bad. Uh, he did have a lot of strikeouts, so there's some type of a silver lining there, little tinsel for the tree. Um, so... I don't know. I think, and Matt, you kind of hit on him, but, you know, Santana is the one that jumped out, jumped out at me. Beckham, I can see him being a good bench piece, and Crone, obviously, with, with some power. But, yeah, I think Trinan and Gosman, for me, are the most appealing, just in terms of Gosman's age and Trinan's past ability. So I would be jumping all over those if I was a team like the Mets or a team that uh, has a lot of payroll tied up already that just needs a couple more pieces. What do you guys think about a name like Travis Shaw? I know he had a tough 2019, but he hit, you know, at uh, between 17 and 18, he had 63 home runs and an 844 OPS in 354 games-ish. Um, tough 2019, back and forth with the Niners, or Miners, I said Niners, wow. Um, <laughs> back and forth between the Miners. What do you think about a name like Shaw? I don't hate it. I think Shaw, I don't know. That's a tough thing, though, because he wasn't, it wasn't like an injury or anything that really hurt him. It was his own performance. Yeah. So that, and that's something, I guess you could say the same about Gosman, but I feel like at least Gosman showed signs of the, a promise at the end. I feel like Shaw just never really got it together. Uh, but you're right. I mean, he, def, he definitely showed promise the year before. He was a big part of that deal um, when they traded that forgotten man. I can't even remember his fucking name now to the Red Sox. Um, but I think Shaw's he's a good pickup for a team that's just looking for a, a guy that, you know, maybe can find himself again. Um, I don't know if Milwaukee will, will take him back, but we'll see what happens with him. I, he's, an, he's a very intriguing name. He's a stocking stuffer for sure. Yeah, I wouldn't mind taking a chance on him, to be honest. I mean, I'm not a GM, dude, but if anyone's hiring, and I'm happy to listen. Um, hmm. But to be honest, <laughs> here's the thing. Sometimes some shit's going on outside of sports, that we don't know yep. about. So it could have been one of those things, dude. I'd bring him in and sit him down and be like, what's good? You know? Because he's not bad, dude. He's had a couple good seasons. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, I don't know. I, I think he's a stocking stuffer, and I, I'd be happy to bring him in uh, spring training. Is he a stocking stuffer, or is he, like, that weird gift you get from the crazy aunt that... He's a gag know, gift. Yeah, like, you know, those silly socks that you'll wear once, and they feel really good. <laughs> you re-gift him, right? Yeah, he's, he's, he's the fruitcake. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd take a chance on him, dude. All right, I got, I got, I got three more names that I'm going to th- uh, throw out to you guys, and then we'll move on. Aaron Sanchez. Ooh, Aaron the Blister Sanchez. Yeah. I mean, brief stint with the Astros. He was part of the the combined no-hitter. A very inflated ERA after that no-hitter and then a shoulder injury ended his season. Um, I mean, he's only 27. Was an all-star in 2017 or 2016, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he'll land somewhere, but how much? 
Ooh, Aaron Sanchez. See, my biggest concern with him is he can't grip a baseball or please a woman at this point. He has so many blisters on those hands. Um, so I, I just think it's time. I don't think he's very good anymore. I know he was part of that no-hitter, but he has shoulder injuries. He has all the blisters. I feel like you'll never get more than between 15 and 17 starts out of the guy per year. So I think a minor league deal is probably more likely for a guy like him at this point. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying say. with him. At, at this point, maybe bring him in to spring training, give him a couple starts, see what he could do, if anything. Uh, another guy like Travis Shaw, try to find himself. Um, but 20, he's only 27. That's appealing. So, yeah, he, you know, you take a shot on him maybe. I'm only 28, so what teams want me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 24. Oh, Tom, you you're still, you're still a calling up. prospect. Not even yeah. in your prime yet. <laughs> yeah, who's calling up? Um how about the one that's got all the question marks around it, Addison Russell? Hmm. I, I think with him, it's not a question of, of who, it's a question of if. It's a question of if he can keep his hands to himself, too. Uh, and that's honestly one of the, the more pronounced issues with him, obviously, with the off-the-field stuff. And also, I don't think he was really that great when he was on the field. Uh, I feel like I never saw him hit over 250, and I'm probably wrong, but I just feel like every time I saw him on the TV, it would always show very lackluster stats for a guy that was regarded as one of the best prospects in baseball at the time of the trade when he got to the Cubs. Uh, And then he just kind of pissed his whole career away after the domestic violence. So I don't really give a shit what happens to him. I don't think a team is going to be lining up to sign him. And he's definitely going to be in line for a minor league deal at this point. Only one one uh, career season at 250, and that was 2018. Hmm. Everything else was below. See? So, yeah, uh, this is w- one of the rare where seven was right. Yeah, I'm just a great scout. So, <laughs> <laughs> do you think he fi- he lands on a team? I, I right I now don't. I don't. I don't. No, um, I think there's still legal stuff that they have to figure out with him. So. Uh, I think he lands it, on a team, but it's not a PR right black. It's a PR black eye if you bring that guy in. Oh, 100%. And, and like we just saw with Ozuna, as many teams and just the media as a whole starts to get more and more female involved, it's just not a good look. Especially when the assistant look. GM is clamoring for how happy they are to have you. I just, exactly. I just don't think that's a good look for Russell right now. Exactly. At the end of the day, though, you know, you look back at his stats at his past, he, he's not that good. So, who, you know, who gives a shit, you know? Yeah, exactly. the juice isn't worth the squeeze. Yeah, ooh, I like that. I'm going to start using that one. You, Dude, I use that all the time. I love it. I've, I've never heard it until now, and I fucking love it. Um, so, last name, <laughs> and, and I, I saved this for now because it's the one that I wanted to hide as long as I can because uh, I, I hope the Indians are listening. Uh, Kevin Pillar. Ooh, good fourth outfielder. Got some speed. That's exactly where I see him as a fourth outfielder. He's coming off the best season of his career where he had 20, 21 homers, stole, only stole 14 bags, but he's a great defensive uh, defensive piece, although he is losing a step or two, but he could come in and, and be a great mentor to a to a younger outfielder like the Indians. I'm looking at like Oscar Mercado mm-hmm. and play that, like you said, fourth outfielder role. I think it, I think it's the perfect fit, but knowing the Indians, it's gonna fall on deaf ears. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But also, Why? Pilar has an elite nose too, fucking biggest nose in the game. So, <laughs> why would it fall on deaf ears in Cleveland? Because the Indians front office is inept, my friend. <laughs> is it because he'd he'd be too expensive for them? 
No, it's because the Indians do not do what's best for the organization. They do what's I best gotcha. for the pocketbook. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and while we're at it, I'm just going to throw out uh, a curtain call at the beginning of the show uh, and say that Francisco Lindor won't be on the Indians roster on opening day. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Let's revisit that one. Yeah, we'll we'll yeah. revisit that sometime tonight, tonight or uh, it, throughout the offseason. But I think it's trending more and more to the fact that he will be gone. Okay. Um, all right. Speaking of trades, Sandy Leone to the Indians for a minor leaguer. Uh, I mean, eh. I, yeah, it's a whole <laughs> lot of eh. It, like, eh. Like, eh. I, we, 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 I mean, eh. <laughs> Matty P. <laughs> I mean, there's like, nothing. What? There's really nothing. I literally had nothing to say about this. It's it nothing it, exciting. It's, on this to is the thing, next news. It's, it's like, a thing that happened. Jerickson Profar from Oakland to San Diego. Um, I like this move for the Padres. Yeah, our own uh, Drake man who contributes to the MLB team called this one before it even happened. So yeah, he did. Let's uh, let's give him a little credit here. Uh, yeah, he was he was right on this on Twitter from the from the second it, Early. before it happened. Yeah, so Early. give him a little golf club. Yep. Yep. I do love this move though, man. The Padres are trying to get aggressive. I like it. I like it too. I think uh, Profar obviously had a down year in Oakland, but he can definitely still live up to that billing as you know a very multi-dimensional player. He's decent with the glove, good with the bat. Um, he's he's a jack of all trades, a master of none. So I think he's perfect for any team that signs him, and I love him on the Padres right now. Agreed. Yeah, I, I'm really excited to see what he can do. Um, I think he's going to get a little more protection in that lineup too than he did, and maybe not. No, I, I think, think he I might, think, dude. Hosmer, the Padres have a little more thump than Oakland. Yeah, Hosmer, Machado, yep. Will Myers. Uh, they got some young guys coming up. I think it's honestly a really good landing spot for him. All right, uh, last move of the week. Jonathan Villar and Jesus Aguilar both uh, going down to the 305 to kick it with the Marlins. And Pitbull. Uh, what was that? And Pitbull. And Pitbull. Yeah. <laughs> DJ Pitbull was, believe it or not, Pitbull was not Rick involved Rouse. in this trade, but he is down there. <laughs> all right um i like this move for the marlins i think the marlins might actually be showing some competence question mark hmm. uh, i like it a lot dude i like it a lot because i think they need to add some veteran presence to that young roster that they have and and these aren't bad moves to to throw in there if mm-hmm. aguilar could go back to what he was in milwaukee that one season at least you know close to it and Villar uh, could be a leader over there and, and make a difference. I, I like the move by the Marlins. I like the move VR. because I called it. So Yeah, cool. yes, cool you too. did. Yeah, Again, where seven was right. Yeah. Um, this is one of those moves that I feel like – like VR was a name that I circled for the Indians and said, like, if you want to replace Jason Kipnis, this is a guy that you can get to, to – to, steal Matty P's phrase, the stocking stuffer. Aguilar is a guy that I've seen. He came up through the Indian system, but then that guy reinvented himself as soon as he left. Mm -hmm. So if he can get back to that 2017 Jesus Aguilar, Mm -hmm. or not 2017, 2018 Jesus Aguilar, I think the sky's the limit for for what this trade can do. Um, I think it's a positive step either way. No, I like it a lot. I, but I think for me, both of these names, I think Villar has more promise than Aguilar at this point, but I think both of them will only be successful as how successful the coaching staff is. 
And that's mm, my biggest I like that question. Take. That's my biggest question mark because this is the whole thing with the Marlins. They can make as many trades as they want and try to stockpile. But I don't think Mattingly is a good coach or a good manager. And I don't think they have the right talent down there to instruct, which is why they've been in the basement for so long. So we'll see. I like the moves on paper. I just, I'm skeptical on how they're actually going to turn out. Let me ask you this. Is this Mattingly's you're on a leash season? Like we're going to give you a couple guys here, you know, get the best out of them or else we got to move on. Or is Jeter too tight with Mattingly? No, I think, so I think he should be honking like a goose and quacking like a duck because he is lame duck going into this year. If he fucks <laughs> up, he's out. And I think if you're going to give him, like, to your point, if you're going to say, here's guys, what are you going to do with them? I think they got to be bigger names than Jonathan VR and Jesus Aguilar. Well, that's also the issue, too, because the Marlins aren't going to throw the bag at anywhere right now because they're not yep. in a position to go anywhere. So I think this is why Mattingly's kind of in that lame duck position because – all right, you gave me a couple guys that aren't great, but they're decent pieces. Uh, mm-hmm. This is, I think this is a big test for Mattingly to say, okay, I can actually groom these into a competent lineup. Uh, you have to. I mean, what else is a coach? There's, that's a coach's job. That's you know what exactly I mean? what the whole problem is going to be, though. I don't think Mattingly knows how to do that. I think he's, he's a product of you know being on good Yankees teams. Well, not good right. Yankees teams. He was on bad Yankees teams, but... You know, he was a product of seeing, you know, free agency kind of trump everything else, and now he has right. to manage a team from the ground up, and he doesn't know how to do that. Right. Yeah, agreed. All right, uh, last big move of the week. The Moose is loose, and he's heading to <laughs> Cincy. Mike Moustakis, four years, 64 mil, getting breaded up north of the Ohio River. Uh, what do we think about this move? Whew. Uh, I just wrote a piece on a little bullwinkle over here today. Um, I think this is a good move. I don't think it's a great move. I think they overpaid for a guy like Mike Moustakis, who I almost said Mike Mussina, Jesus Christ. Um, but I think Moustakis Typical Yankees fan. Say, that's a true Yankee Maybe fan. I'm an Orioles fan. Who knows? Um, no, but yeah, you're right. Um, no, I, I like the move. I don't love it. I think Moustakis is good. I don't think he's worth that money because you're paying – I'm sure he's making probably – tier a money on that team now to play out of position at second base and he has terrible on base skills his career high was 329 last year he didn't exactly hit the shit out of the ball yeah he'll give you about 30 home runs a year which you'll take uh he'll definitely be a boost to the lineup but i think there's a lot of issues with this defense and i just don't think that this was the move they needed to make i think they needed to get a guy like Didi gregorius or another true middle infielder to solidify that lineup they also needed outfield help. There's a lot of things they need to go right in Cincinnati before it goes to a guy like Musakis where, you know, this is like almost like overspending before you even spent. So I'm a little mm. skeptical that this is going to work out. I like the signing. I don't love it. I think Musakis helps with their lineup. I think the defense suffers a lot, though. I like that a lot. Really? I, I, I'm I on think... a fucking heater right now. Yeah, you're, you're having a good day today. I know. Um, I, I think uh, I, I, I'm going to completely agree. I really got nothing to add there. Good take. Thank you. I actually, so basically. Oh, here Rams, we go. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I didn't even say anything yet. No, no, no I'm fucking with you. Keep going. Um, no, I mean, this is what Mustakas has wanted, right? I mean, this is what he's been looking for, this long-term kind of comfort deal where he's like, all right, I could settle in and relax and, and kind of be myself. I mean, he's a great veteran presence to add to – the, the lineup over there with Bodo. Um, he's got World Series experience, playoff experience. 
Um, and that's what the Reds, they have to try to do. I mean, it's been lame over there for how many years. They got to do something. So yeah. I actually, I like the move a lot. If you bring in 30 home runs to, to that lineup with Joey Bodo and that kid Aquino who just kind of had a great season, Nick Senzel's, you know, up and at it. Freddie Galvis can give you some pop. I mean, I don't know, man. I actually really like the move, and I think it's a, a, a strong move by the Reds, um, you know, trying to prove a point. So, hmm. you know, they're letting him be a leader of the clubhouse, I'm sure. Almost one of the faces of the franchise, if you will. I mean, you know, he the Reds got to establish a new identity, and it's a big year for Moustakis to come in and, and earn his paycheck that he's been wanting and take take that next step in his career. Yeah, no, I like that take a lot, too. Reds uh, lost the wild card game in 2013, uh, won the division back in 2012, won the division in 2010. But before those three, you'd have to go back to 1995 for their other or for their last playoff berth. So looking for their their first playoff berth since 13. But man, a long drought for the big red machine. That's uh, that's like Buffalo Bills stats. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, it's a. It, things have been rough, like I said, north of the Ohio River, but um, I, I think this is a move in turning it around. I don't think it's the move, but I think I'd say it's a good start for them. Um, and then you got a, a name like Trevor Bauer heading up the rotation. They're showing progress. Yeah, I mean, they can't. I think the Reds are, honestly, they're getting closer to competing with St. Louis. And I don't think that division is overpowering by any means. I think St. Louis is better managed and they have a better farm system, but I think the Reds could actually make some noise. I think they can too. All right. That brings us to our elimination chamber. It's the elimination chamber of stadiums. But before we get to that, if you want to go see the Cincinnati Reds or any of your favorite teams live and in person, you got to check out SeatGeek. SeatGeek makes the process simple and stress-free. You have to check out the SeatGeek app in the apple and google play stores and download the app today with tickets to sporting events music comedy theater and more nothing beats seeing your favorite teams in person performers live and in person SeatGeek scans all the secondary ticket market sites and finds you the best deal they rate deals on a scale of one to ten well one means you're getting robbed 10 means it's a great value green dots bad dots they're there for people that can't read numbers use our code breakdown that's brkdwn 20 bucks off your first SeatGeek purchase. Go see the Reds. Go see the Indians. It's winter. Go see the Trans-Siberian Orchestra for all I care. That's promo code BREAKDOWN, B-R-K-D-W-N, SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. It's Elimination Chamber time. It is stadiums. And so what are we going? This is just the look of the ballpark. What do we think here? This is my pick, so I guess it's kind of my ultimate decision. But look of the ballpark, play of the ballpark, Party atmosphere. What are we thinking here? Here's I think what I th- all three. Yeah, I would say all three, and I'd also consider the ones that you've been to. You obviously have a good, you know, knowledge of, um, and the ones you haven't been to. Yeah, I'd say going up based off the look, based off maybe what you've heard of them from other people. Blah blah blah. Which one's the most fun to play with on MLB The Show? Yeah. Um, no. Absolutely. Okay. No, no, no. Keep that uh, one in there. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm gonna go first. And I'm knocking out uh, Chicago White Sox guaranteed rate stadium, a.k.a. Mobile Phone Park, a.k.a. Uh, what Comiskey, a.k.a. it's changed names 38 times in my 24 years on this earth. It's a boring stadium. They can't fill it. 
I got nothing nothing else to say. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I'll take next because I'm talking. So I'm going to go to Detroit. I don't like Tiger Stadium. I don't like how their pitching mound is set up. I hate the dimensions of it. Uh, going with not ever being filled, I've never seen it filled. So, yeah, just uh, get it off the list. So counterpoint, and it's, it's too late to, to, to keep it on, but I went to Detroit – uh, in 2016 to watch the Indians clinch uh, that game. And it's actually pretty nice to watch a ball game in there. Well, you also saw your team win. I did, but I'm saying even if the Indians would have lost, like other than being offered Coke for the first time in my life, uh, I, I had a very enjoyable experience. For at... a Pepsi ballpark, I'm surprised they offered you that. LAUGHTER <laughs> That's it for Gaff to Gaff. We'll see you uh, next week. <laughs> Maddie, that was good. That's a that was good. Stuff, right? Thanks, man. Uh, that's a story. That that is a story I'll have to tell uh, on another pod, though, because that was one of the more ex- ex- interesting experiences I've ever had at the ballpark. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, we could, dude. Add that to a future podcast. I'd like to ice dive cold Coca Cola, baby. I'd like to yeah. dive into that story deeper. All right, we we will. I'll add it. I'll add it to the doc right now. Uh, in the meantime, Maddie P, you're up. All right. Um, I'm gonna go with. Shit, it's hard. I'm gonna go with Philly, just because I think it's kind of plain looking, and you know I've never been there, but I don't know. I don't like the look of it. Okay. The, I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that. It is very plain looking, and they stole the Indians. Uh, the Indians were the first team to have like the the name and lights above the scoreboard, and then Philly built this brand new ballpark. And like it was as soon as Jim Tomey went from the Indians to the Phillies, and it's like all of a sudden they're copying our the the the, the name and lights above the scoreboard. Yeah, Are you annoying. suggesting that Jim, Jim Tomey took the blueprints? And... No, I am not. <laughs> I am not suggesting that at all. But but I'll tell you what, eleven year old Tommy was pretty pissed at that. Um, <laughs> All right, so that brings it to me. Um, I'm sorry, Maddie P, but the trop. Oh, that's okay, dude. I'm I was surprised it wasn't the first one out. I was going to hope that I would it's, say. <laughs> it's, it's really not as bad as people think it is. Except for the down, numerous health code violations. Time, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to defend that. You can't keep your <laughs> lights on either, so that's a bigger issue. So. Yeah, that's, that's happened a and couple he, times. And you can pet stingrays too, so that's pretty cool. That's pretty I'm, dope. But when yeah, the lights go out, cool. if you're mid pet, do you get a Steve Irwin or like I don't know how that well, works? Well, what's worse, <laughs> the lights going out or buckets banging? Whew. Uh, Depends if you ask the Astros or not. That's true. I think if the lights went out on the Astros, they would say that the lights going out is a worse offense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, seven, you're up. I'm going to get rid of Oakland. I fucking hate that stadium. It's not a baseball o. stadium. It's Co. a football field. Um, so, yeah. I want to see that one so bad. The only Coliseum that you should better be hurry. around is the real Coliseum. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, Matty P, you're up. I'm up. Um, I will go with Cincy. Hmm. Great America. Wow. That's another one that I've been to that it, it looks very plain, but it's a very enjoyable watching experience. I feel like I'd it's love so to small. Go there. 
Oh, it's yeah. bigger than you think. Is it? Okay. I, I'd love to go there and see it, dude. But it, again, it just, you know, I'm just going off what looks plain to me, I guess. It's, <laughs> it's, it's fair. It's right on the Ohio River. It's right next to the Bengals Stadium. It's actually a pretty pretty enjoyable place to watch a game. Awesome. Um, that brings it back to me, doesn't it? Um, wow. I'm going to go Dodger Stadium. Yeah, I can see that. That that's yeah, kind of. That's just ugly. Chavez Ravine just doesn't do it for me, and like, like the seats, yeah, <laughs> it looks like like if one of those like rich billionaires built like a ballpark in their backyard for their kid to play wiffle ball in, and then ran out of money halfway through. <laughs> and had to sell the house. Yep. Uh, yeah, I can see that too. Um, let's see, I'm up, right? Hmm. Yep. There's a few here that I don't like. But I'm going to take the Marlins Stadium. Uh, I know that they got rid of the Flamingo, but I still think of the Flamingo, so I just want it gone. That's fair. That's a very boring stadium. It's very bright, too. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like unnecessary. Bright. I go there every year. Yeah? Do you really? Yeah. Yeah, we road trip down for a weekend series once a year. It is, a, is it as much of an eyesore in person as it is on TV? No, it's actually like pretty eye-opening in person when you get there because it's so big. It's huge from the hmm. outside. Um, I would say I saw it from the outside, um, and it, it literally looks like a city in and of itself. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But it's like huge. on on TV, it just looks like it looks so bright. Like you got to like turn your brightness down on your TV just to watch a game. Uh, yeah, I mean inside, I'll be it, you know it's nice, but it's nothing spectacular. You know, it's just a huge, huge retractable stadium. Fair. Um, that brings it to me. Damn it again! You'd think I'd catch on with just like no, three, and then it's it my turn. Because Matt. Matt was just talking about how we. Oh, you just you yeah. just not. Yeah, Matt. Matt was talking, so I thought he said oh, yeah, it, but right. it was you that knocked it out. Yeah. So Matt, uh, yeah, Matty P, it's you. Thank you for catching that seven. You're welcome. Um, Minnesota Target Field. Out. Fair. Very boring looking stadium. If it's and, fair, it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then to go. Uh, to to kind of copycat off that, I don't know why these two remind me of each other so much, but Globe Life Park, the Rangers ballpark, reminds me so much of Target Field. Yeah, such I a cool ballpark, though. Is it? I, I mean, I've seen it from the outside and from the the gift shop window, but that's about it. Yeah, the look of it's real cool. I'll be inside when we were there. It was way too hot to watch a baseball game sitting in those seats. Um. But across the street, there's Texas Live, and that atmosphere is Oh, awesome. Texas so Live cool. is electric. Real cool pregame spot, uh, which I I definitely factor into my ballpark visits because I love watching college football or something like that before a game in September. Um, so, yeah, awesome pregame spot, dude. I should have uh, thought about that because Texas Live uh, is incredible. I actually went into Texas Live not knowing what it was. Um, I walked in and I saw like the baseballism store, which I have, uh, I love baseballism and all that they do. Yep. Um, and so I walk in and I just didn't know what it was. And me and my buddy were like, do you guys have a bar here? And the guy looks and he's like, there's like 17 bars in here. Like, okay. <laughs> there's two yeah, stories so that's a yes. bars and, and restaurants. Yeah. So we saddled up and watched that Ravens Chargers playoff game before our flight last year. And it was a good ass time. That's awesome. And now it brings it to me. Um, I'm going to go with Nationals Park. Yeah. Just another one. Just plain, no real appeal. 
I'm sure the D.C. area is cool, uh, but the Washington Nationals uh, just, I don't know, it's just very eh. When I went there, there really wasn't much to do around the ballpark. It's been a while, probably like really? four or five years since I've been there, so I don't know if it's changed. Yeah, I mean, they had like a huge, it's almost like you're buying a Christmas tree, like tented area where you walk in and there's just like little booths set up with like draft beers and stuff. There was no like restaurants or no like sports bars or anything like that. Um, but again, hmm. it's been a while, so I don't know if that's changed. Um, I'm sure it's developed. Interesting. Uh, since then, but yeah. I wouldn't say that's a guarantee, actually. Hmm. All right, Seven, you're up. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to take off uh, Toronto, Rogers Center, or Centra, wherever, however, the, however they say it up there, up north. Uh, I think Centre. there's a cool little quality. Centre uh, to the theater. Um, but I think there's a cool quality of being able to sleep in center field in the hotel there. I think those are hotel rooms. I could be wrong. I've seen people like yeah. in the windows. It looks kind of cool. Yeah, they are. Um, but I just think the stadium as a whole is kind of a letdown. It's never been filled. Even when they were in the playoffs, I feel like it wasn't filled to capacity. And there's just like a lot of empty space, and it's not enjoyable to watch. Um, side note here that I might have to bleep. But it's on the bucket list to stay in one of those hotel rooms and fuck against the window while uh, a, a Blue Jays game is going on. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. That'd be the stuff of legends. Imagine if there was a no-hitter. If you zoom in in the background and you see yourself. Yeah, imagine just a boring-ass game. <laughs> a boring-ass game and they're just panning across the scoreboard <laughs> and just ass cheeks on the window. <laughs> so let me ask you this. What would be more of an issue for MLB? Julia Rose flashing to tits or seeing Tommy hanging wrench in center field? <laughs> uh, I would say probably me. I would say I would be banned. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, you'd probably be banned too, but I think there would be more <laughs> repercussions because you're not an Instagram model and no one wants to see it. Yeah. Whoa, who said I'm not? Wait, chill, chill, chill. No. Oh, shit, you're right, you're right, you're right. That was, that was out, of, out of bounds. You're blowing up his side hustle. Yeah, you're right. I gotta stop. <laughs> Tommy, do what you gotta do. Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, Matty P, it's to you, buddy. Um, St. Louis. Yeah, I don't blame you there. That was gonna be my next pick. Uh, one of the coolest, like, skyline views, I would say, and probably one of the coolest tailgate areas, but... Really? Oh, I bet, I bet it... I might take the, it air around after the... I go there. I don't know, I've never been, but I, I'm just, I bet around there, it probably is just littered with baseball gotcha. bars. Oh, yeah, St. Louis is a big baseball town. Yeah. I'd love to go there. Yeah, I would too. Uh, maybe we'll make that a gap-to-gap trip. Um... I'm going to knock out SunTrust Park of the Atlanta Braves. I don't hate it. Awesome atmosphere. Uh, I bet it's awesome, but, like, we're getting down to really cool stadiums left, but SunTrust is just – it's still so new that I feel like I, I, I can't have the emotional connection to keep it around. It's so much fun, dude. Do you ever see it on TV they show that big – drum in the outfield the guy's hitting uh i think i feel like i've seen it i have a video of me up there hitting it oh it was so much fun that's awesome yeah it's a cool slowly tomahawk chop the place goes nuts that would actually be kind of cool um that was fun 
Oh, Matt, or uh, Tommy, you're up. I just did SunTrust. You're right. I'm up. Um, yeah, attaboy. Yep. I'm, I'm Which saying. one of you two is the car alarm going on outside? Not I think me. that's me. That's not a car alarm. That's a bell. That's for the church bell outside our apartment. Ah, okay. So yeah. our, our just, the podcast Just because he's in blessed. East Boston doesn't mean there's car alarms and all that going on. It is Christmas season, and you're really going to call out Jesus like that? No, I think our I think our uh, our, our podcast has been blessed now. Exactly. <laughs> and I've been and absolved that... of all sins from my dick jokes. So. Has uh, it? Have you, though? No, nah, I, I need that bell to go off a few more times, I think. <laughs> But uh, let's see. I'm going to take Pittsburgh, uh, a.k.a. Fight Club, a.k.a. PNC. Oh, awesome ball. Wrong. Wrong, my friend. I feel like they could have capitalized so much and put a pirate ship somewhere. And there's no probably pirate ship that I've the, seen. That's fair. Probably one of the coolest cities that's... on this list. Eh. Um. I, I wouldn't say the coolest city, per se. Oh, my se. God. I love- <laughs> Everyone was so cool, dude. Anywhere we went. You clearly oh, didn't totally. run into Mason Rudolph. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe it's just me being a Clevelander, and, like, I've, I haven't had that positive of interactions in Pittsburgh. Uh, I, did go to a pi- I did go to a Pirates game, though, and it was Pirates and Brewers. I... I, I I hurt my my skin a little bit, but I put on the black and gold and had some fun with with the Pirates fans. I uh, got a solid two dollar ticket in September, nice. and yeah, I I had a really enjoyable time. That 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 is a cool area. And, and seven, Beautiful. you're a criminal, and you should probably go trot your ass into that church and pray a little more <laughs> for knocking this one off this early. I honestly am getting kind of concerned because I can't stop hearing that fucking church bell now. <laughs> <laughs> Like I feel like Quasimodo just fell asleep at the wheel up there. It's uh, <laughs> it's getting a little concerning, dude. Wait, so it's nine thousand o'clock? <laughs> <is> from... <laughs> it's like the SpongeBob guy. It's like it's not even the top of the hour. I wonder why it's ringing over there. I don't know. I have no fucking clue. I don't know. Um, whose turn is it? Uh, it's Maddie's. it's it's Maddie P's because you're a criminal that knocked off PNC. Yep probably alerting everyone to abandon the city and seven's in there busy recording a podcast <laughs> they did have to He's abandon not... the city in the dark night rises that was shot in pittsburgh so we're not off topic there all right i am going to eliminate oh this is getting tough i'm gonna eliminate the la angels which i've yep. been there and it's got a beautiful skyline uh skyline of mountains and shit um but that's the next to go. Hmm. I don't disagree one bit. I think that's a that that's exactly the one I would have knocked off next. Um, and now it goes back to me, and I'm knocking off City Field. I'm sure that that Queens is beautiful. No, it's not. But <laughs> <laughs> it is not. But I actually, I'm actually sure that that's a beautiful ballpark because it's new. It looks very, very cool. But I think we're at a point where there's a lot of cool ballparks left on here. And uh, that was the bottom of the list for me. So it's out. It's got Shake Shack. Yeah. That's I've true. never had Shake Shack. Wow. Uh, Tasty Burger, you ever had that? Yeah, that was what you told me to go to in, in, in Boston, right? Yeah, so you did take my advice on that. Um, I did. It right. was a good burger. Good job. Good job. Yeah, Shake Shack, uh, next time you're out here, we'll have to take you to Shake Shack. Because I do have them in Boston, I mean, too. Yeah. 
Um, all right, I'm up. So I'm going to take away, and honestly, that this has nothing to do with the history or anything. Uh, I've been to enough games here, and if you are behind a certain seat or a pole, you're fucked for nine innings. I'm taking off Boston. That's uh, just, you have to have the right seat, and other than that, you're fucked. So, so I actually don't blame you here. I, I, I don't, I like, your reasoning is spot on. It's just so old, dude. It's like, I, I get it. It's history. It's the oldest ballpark in America. Um, but there's just, there's too many opportunities to not have a good time, depending on where you sit. So I'll say this. Um, the fact that Boston didn't crack our top 10 is probably blasphemous. Yeah. But, but yeah. Dude, I feel like, like the you're way you're or something. That's like pathetic. <laughs> the way you're justifying it though and like speaking from experience that I had a good amount of my view blocked because of a poll and like I totally understand where you're coming from. Doesn't so matter, if, man. It, Doesn't I did matter. make that I, mean, I, tr- if your I tried seat to make that as objective a, as possible though. I, if I didn't your seat wanna... has a I'm trying not if your seat has a um has a poll in the way then you should be walking around the stadium getting fucking high fiving and shit. That's so that's what I I wasn't high fiving because I was in Indians gear, but um, I did walk and around. I got I, no, that was the game that we tallywhacked you guys. Um, oh, that's a good game to be at for you though. Oh, that's it was awesome. great walk. That was a fun <laughs> that was a fun stadium to walk out of. Nice. Um, but so I went to dead center and like that little walkway between the 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 obstructed view and the monster. You can kind of stand there, and I was able to chill there and. Yeah. Yeah, it's a cool I, park I, to wander around and explore. Oh my gosh, it's an Especially awesome park. That's a, a pole. That's genuinely a park, and I don't know if this this falls in good or bad, but that's genuinely a park where you can walk around the concourse and forget you're at a stadium. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I mean, it is definitely like it's it's one of those places where you don't feel like you're necessarily at a ballpark, but the second you get a bad seat, it ruins it and. Matt, I understand you can walk around and like high five and all that shit, but um, it's just I don't have that energy when I'm there because I, <laughs> it's not in my blood. Um, of course. Also, and, one and, of the and, and that's, that's where the subjectivity comes in. <laughs> no, I understand, but at the end of the day, I think it's better than some that are still on the list. That's all. Oh, I would agree with that, and I, I would agree. Just a, a really weird piggyback here, but some of the biggest bathrooms I've ever been in. Oh yeah, because it's just like a trough. <laughs> Just fucking giant. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on to the next park. It is Matty P. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe Yankee Stadium. Just because. <laughs> just, like, just not not that good a time. You know, a lot of seats down front are empty because they're too expensive. Um, you know, I mean, it's a tough. That place. definitely plays a factor here. It's it not. It, I mean, it's it a bad not, uh, sometimes. It's not cheap, so. I and see like that's another one that's just like I don't know like I've never been I I hate the dimensions of it first of all um I understand the history I understand the history I understand Monument Park but I feel like the fans are assholes and I feel like yeah and I feel like for the price uh, to to say the phrase again the juice isn't worth the squeeze there fair enough um Oh, I'm going to knock out Progressive Field. Wow. F- 
fine. There's just too many good good stadiums left on this list. I love Progressive. Um, I think it's it's a great place to watch a game. I don't think there is that bad of a seat in the place. I think they the the fan experience is outstanding. It's affordable. I love Progressive. I but there's two like I couldn't justify it any of the, over any of the ones that are left on this list. Um, I am going to run through the what's left, though. Arizona's Chase Field, Baltimore's Camden Yards, the Cubs' Wrigley Field, the Rockies' Coors Field, the Astros' Minute Maid Park, Royals' Kauffman Stadium, uh, the Brewers' uh, Miller Park, now slash now American Family Insurance Park, uh, the Padres' Petco Park, the Giants' Oracle, is it Oracle Park or Oracle Field? I think it's Oracle Park. Um, Oracle Park, and then Seattle's T-Mobile Park. A lot of parks left. Hmm. Uh, and seven, it's to you. I'm going to take... Honestly, I'm going to take Milwaukee because they changed fucking Miller Park to American Family Insurance Park. Like, you had a great thing yep. going. So just... That's a great reason, actually. It's, yeah. yeah. It, it, when we're getting to this point, you can afford to be petty like that. And changing... You know, first of all, Miller Park... How you feel about the beer aside, Miller Park is an outstanding name. Yeah. It's like... It's, yeah, it is. It, it is who they are. They're the fucking brewers. They brew beer. Yep. And American Family Insurance Park is super wordy. It's like guaranteed rate field like the White Sox. Yeah. It's way too much. Uh, Matty P. Um, I'm going to get rid of... Wow, this is tough. I'm going to get rid of Arizona. Chase getting rid of the hot tub. Um, do you have any reasoning behind that? Not really. <laughs> um, I'm going to steal... I'm going to steal from pardon my take here, and anything that named Chase is stupid. Um, <laughs> uh, so it's back to me. I'm going to go with Kauffman Stadium. Um, oh, you like the fountains? The, the, fa- the fountains are cool, but beyond that, Agreed. it plays that field plays so fucking deep that it's almost annoying to watch a game that's played there. Mm. Fair enough. But the fountains are cool. Um, and I think from what I've heard, they're still recovering from when Trevor Bauer threw that ball off the fucking scoreboard. That was amazing. Um, (laughs) what the fuck? That that was amazing. What Uh, the fuck are you doing? That was, that was hilarious. Or what the fuck's wrong with you? That was, yeah, that's what it was. Um, what the fuck's wrong with you? I want to take T-Mobile just because they have shitty cell service, so. (laughs) I can't imagine they're good at sponsoring a baseball park. All right, so we're being... We're being real petty now. Good to yeah. know. It's like the fifth best wireless network. Yeah. Out of how many? Like six. Four. Yeah. <laughs> fifth out of four. Uh, Matty P. I'm going to go Camden Yards. I've been there. Ooh. I, I had a blast there. And my favorite thing was the Ken Griffey plaque that's on the warehouse in the outfield from the Home Run Derby. Um, but... I don't know, at this point. Wow. So that leaves us to our top five of, of Wrigley Field of the Cubs, Coors Field of the Rockies, Minute Maid Park of the Astros, Petco Park of the, of the Padres. Petco Park of the Padres is tough to say. Say it five times fast. And Oracle Park of the San Francisco Giants. Um, I'm going to knock out Petco. Oh. I've heard I've heard a lot of good things about it, and I, I, I plan to go there. Uh, in June of this upcoming year, oh, I might be uh, to there watch in the. May. I, I I plan to go there in June to watch the Indians. Are you going to watch the uh, the the Red Sox? No, I'm going. I have a wedding in San Diego 
the last weekend Ooh. of May. So I think I might go that week. Definitely, definitely probably a move there. Um, but um, I've always had just kind of like a running war with San Diego. And since we're in petty season right now, I can afford to do this. Yep, you can. Uh, let's see. I'm up San Francisco Oracle. Uh, that is, yeah. I don't know. From what Jordan, really? Yeah, from what Jordan said about it, like how it gets super cold there even in summer, I just feel like that's unenjoyable. And that's fair, but I mean, like you got McCovey Cove and shit. That's true. Yeah. Oh well, it's gone. See ya. How do you Maddie get rid P. of Fenway, but you keep Chicago here? Like you keep Wrigley. Yeah. Out there, like it's the best place on earth. I mean, Wrigley's out for me. Fuck Wrigley. Yep, good call. Good call. If I wasn't going to be petty against San Diego, Wrigley was the call for me. Um, I've actually, I haven't been there yet, yet, but I've heard it's an absolute shithole if you take away the history. <laughs> yeah. So the I fact mean, that it made the top three. The Cubby Bear is a um, cool spot, and I do like the Ivy, but other than that, nothing great. And that's probably that's probably one that it got by it got by so much on its history and Wrigleyville for us. Yeah. Um. So that how do I always end up with the last pick? Did you last week too? Yeah, yeah, cause cause uh, Maddie P knocked out Dinger and I had to knock out uh, Stomper right. or whatever the fuck that elephant's name so is. Upset with me because I knocked out Dinger. <laughs> yeah, I was pissed, and so retribution, my friend. See you, Minute Maid Park, Colorado. You're a winner. Um, Coors Field wins uh, our 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 elimination chamber because uh, revenge is a dish best served in Colorado. Um, <laughs> and the mountains I, actually, are blue. the <laughs> actually, you know what? That's that's what we're gonna do here. Uh, I'll take a Coors Light over a Minute Maid orange juice any day of the week and twice on Sunday. I would hope so. Um. But honestly, if we're probably being objective here, Minute Maid's probably the cooler park. But in the spirit of elimination, in the spirit of elimination chamber, that's not how we do this. No, <laughs> no. <That's right. laughs> um, any any park that had a hill and then takes it away deserves to lose. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about Thomas the Train coming through. And they're, they're the fucking conductor fell asleep. So yeah. I wonder if the train um, had anything to do with the cameras being set up. Like, maybe the conductor put the fucking TV mount up there in center field on his way by. Could happen. How, do you, I know it's very you think that, MLB, I'm bringing that conductor in for some questioning. I think do you I, think the conductor's ever cranked it in the train? I would. Dude, every <laughs> home run. That's like That would be a challenge of mine to see if I can finish before I get to right field. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, all right, we hit our masturbation joke for the day. That's good. Came at the end That's this good. time. Yeah, <laughs> changing pace. We're, you you thought we were going to be a clean episode, didn't you? We showed you, listener. Uh, <laughs> it's very rare you come at the end, Seven. Yeah. Ooh. Zing! You come right Green. away with it. What? Maddie, oh, between, all right, so between Maddie P absolutely throwing haymakers today, and seven being accurate with his predictions and his takes, I'm definitely the odd man out today. Yeah, you might be. This is uh, this is rare. <laughs> the sad part about this is, is this is my last episode b- before I- I- at the age of 24, because by because I'm turning 25 on Sunday. So oh, HBD. So I'm going. I'm Absolutely. going out on a low note here. HBD, HFBBS. Happy birthday. Have fun, but be safe. 
I like that. There you go. Happy Start birthday, using that one, brother. Yeah. First of all, I, I'm judging you forever for using text abbreviations to, to speak to me. Um. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, TTYL. Uh. <laughs> All right, that's it. <laughs> on, on, on an actual note, TTYL to you. We will talk to you next week. Uh, this has been a fun episode. This has been Gap to Gap. Uh, be sure to tune in to the Breakdown's other podcast, podcasts, End to End Puck Talk and Campus to Campus. That's our college football co- podcast. Um, yeah, so till next time, he's he's Maddie P. For Real 7 Costanza, I'm Tommy Kirkselly, signing off saying, see ya.